0: We're glad to bring you this message from Timeless Truths Radio Ministry with Pastor Jerry Burns. We trust that you'll be blessed
1: as you apply these timeless truths to your daily life. And they that come to God must believe that he is. He is the creator. He has the resources to provide. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus.
0: It's always such a wonderful blessing to be able to study the Word of God. Pastor Burns, I heard that you're going to begin a brand new message this morning. We're so excited. I know for me personally, God always has something for me both to learn and to help me to grow. And that's why it's so important that we study and read His Word. Pastor Burns, you have our full attention. Let's learn this morning's Timeless Truth.
1: Amen. Welcome to Timeless Truths Radio Ministry. We're so glad that you're joining us today for our program. It's a brand new year. And I want to just say thank you to everyone that supported our ministry here on Timeless Truths throughout 2022. God bless you we would not be able to have this ministry without your support. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And I encourage you, if you've not already done so, if you're a faithful listener to Timeless Truths, to uh, give on a regular basis to this wonderful ministry. Um, you can send an e-transfer at give at org, and all of those funds go to help Keep Timeless Truths Radio Ministry on the air. Just make sure in the description you write Timeless Truths so that we know. And again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your support. We are looking at this series on Psalm 23. It's the shepherd's psalm. We're gonna read it together. Uh, Psalm 23, verse one says this, "'The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. "'He maketh me to lie down in green pastures.' Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want us to notice that short expression for words, I shall not want. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for your wonderful blessings. We're grateful, Lord, for the opportunity that we have to study your word. And I pray, Lord, if there's an individual who's listening to this radio program who is not a Christian, who does not know for sure that heaven is their eternal home, I pray that today that they would put their faith and trust in you. And I pray for the Christian. I pray, Lord, that you would help them to follow and to trust you with their life. Lord, I pray your blessing upon our time together through this radio program. I pray your blessing upon each individual, each listener, and may you be glorified. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, this psalm isn't just about a king writing about a king. It's also a shepherd writing about a shepherd. David was taken from the fields watching over his father's sheep to a nation to shepherd Israel. In Psalm 73, verse 70, the Bible says he chose David also his servant and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the ewes great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. God trained David in the field watching over sheep to be a shepherd of men. But David's focus in Psalm 23 is the great care of the good shepherd in his life. You know, we were taught from the Bible in verse one that God, Jehovah God is our shepherd. And it's a wonderful a wonderful metaphor that God uses to describe the relationship that he has with his people. We are under his protection, we are under his care. David said, my shepherd, God is my shepherd. The verb verb tense means that God is shepherding me. Isaiah 40 verse 11 says, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. He is the good shepherd, the great shepherd, and the chief shepherd. But notice the outcome of having the Lord as our shepherd. There is this plentiful provision. David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In Psalm 34 and verse nine, the Bible says, oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. It's true that there are many things missing from our lives that we wish were there. In the most fundamental sense, if we belong to Jesus, then we lack nothing. No added supplement is needed to live a life full and complete, as the Lord is our shepherd.
0: Hey, this is Josh. We'll get back to the message this morning in just a moment. We wanted to invite you in joining us in this ministry of proclaiming the gospel message to our region. Please pray for us as we endeavor to share God's timeless truths, but also your financial investment is appreciated. You can send a financial gift by mail to 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. Or you can e-transfer to send your gift by using the email give at kitchenerbaptist.org. Your financial gift would be a great blessing and encouragement to us, and it will help us stay on air and share God's timeless truths to our community. We would love to pray for you. If you have a prayer request, head on over to TimelessTruthsRadio.com and send us your prayer request today. We believe that God hears and answers our prayers. And we are excited to add your requests to our prayer list. If you have any questions about this morning's message, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Even if it's just a word of encouragement, you'll find our contact information at TimelessTruthsRadio.com. We are here to help you in any way that we can. So please do not hesitate to send us an email or give us a call. Okay, now that we've taken care of these items, let's get back to this morning's message. Once again, Here's
1: Pastor Jerry Burns. Now, I recently just turned 42, and I'm at the age where many people will go through what we would call a midlife crisis from age 40 to age 60. People will often experience these midlife crises. People lose their identity. They lose their purpose. They question decisions and directions in their life. But for a Christian, we understand that our identity is found in the shepherd. And this is what David is writing about in Psalm 23. Because Jehovah God is my shepherd, he writes here, my cup is full. I shall not want. He gives to me a plentiful provision. So what does this look like practically in our life each and every day? Well, I think we notice, first of all, the supply of the shepherd, the supply of the shepherd. When David said that the Lord was his shepherd, I shall not want It speaks of the wonderful provision that is provided by God himself. Genesis 22 verse 14 says, And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Now, Jehovah-Jireh means God will provide. And throughout this wonderful psalm, David gives examples of God's wonderful provision that is offered to the sheep. One preacher, while preaching on Psalm 23, came to the word is, the Lord is. And he said, God is and will always be is. He is the self-existing one. And they that come to God must believe that he is. He is the creator. He has the resources to provide. Philippians chapter four, verse 19 says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now this need is more than just food on a plate or money in the bank. This need or necessity goes far deeper Than all of these things. It's specific to the sheep. The same Greek word is translated as business in Acts chapter six and verse three, speaking of the need within the church that God would take care of. Those things that are lacking in your life, those deficiencies are all in the care of the good shepherd who gives to us all that we need and his business is our business his desire is to calm our fears to dry our tears to help us stand to give us a hand he comforts our heart his grace he imparts he's always there to love and care meeting the need of the sheep is the business of the shepherd but also he is meeting the needs of our soul he's supplying to us the needs of our soul Everything that is essential to provide or everything that is essential to my soul is provided to me in the person of Jesus Christ. And this, of course, begins with my soul's salvation, and it carries on to the spiritual and emotional needs of my life each and every day. We are thankful for the Lord's salvation to bring us back into the sheepfold by providing himself a sacrifice for our sin. I think that we'd all agree that salvation is our greatest need. John chapter 8, verse 23, the Word of God says this, And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, and I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you, that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins." Then said they unto him, Who art thou? And Jesus saith unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. I have many things to say and to judge of you, but he that sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. They understood not that he spake to them of the Father. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. That's a wonderful testimony for all of us. As he spake these words, many believed on him. There are three important truths from this passage of Scripture that I want us to focus on this morning. First of all, the greatest trouble and focus. They did not believe in Jesus as the Savior, the Messiah. They lived their life in unbelief. Some lived in ignorance. Others lived in rebellion. And no doubt there were those who lived in confusion. But Jesus said, ye must believe that I am he. I am the Messiah. I am the Savior. Not only the greatest trouble and focus, the greatest truth we find in verse 28, we notice that Jesus was the answer to their sin. He would be lifted up is the expression here in the Bible. He would die in their place. Salvation would be offered to all that call upon the name of the Lord. But notice the greatest tragedy that we face. It is to reject God's provision and to pay for our sins. To die in our sins. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need would have been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need would have been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need would have been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness, and God sent us a savior. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. We see the supply of the soul, but also the supply to the saint. Now, Jesus taught the Sermon on the Mount that the Gentiles worry about many things in their life what they eat, what they drink, what they wear. But Christ told his disciples in Matthew 6, verse 25, he said, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than mean in the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon, in all of his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God meets our needs. He provides everything that the flock needs. And maybe today, as you're listening to this program, maybe today you have a need. Maybe it's a financial need. Maybe it's a spiritual need. Maybe it's a, an emotional need or a physical need. God is your shepherd and he provides for the needs of a sheep. There have been so many times in my own personal life that I have seen God's provision. I have seen him meet for my soul. In times of sorrow, he has been the unseen comforter. In times of confusion, He has been the giver of truth and wisdom. In times of hurt and loneliness, God's presence has been enough. I have personally experienced the provision of the good shepherd. But notice with me not only his supply, but the satisfaction that he gives to us. We notice also the satisfaction of the sheep. You see, when David said the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He's speaking of satisfaction that our cup would be full. In John chapter 14, it's a message about comfort in trouble. Jesus said that he was going to a cross in John 14 to make a way for us to go to the Father. Philip said in John 14:8, he said, "Lord, show us the Father and it sufficeth us." And Jesus said in verse 10 to 12 that by his work, he would bring true satisfaction to our soul. What do you want today? Now, I say this by faith. If you could have it, you still wouldn't have enough. One day, a man was speaking to Mr. Harriman. He was a, a railway mogul. He was an investor, a man of great wealth and great influence. And he said to Mr. Harriman, he said, I'm richer than you are. And Mr. Harriman said, well, how is that? And that man said, "Because, because you don't have all you want, and I do, so I am richer than you. Sheep may have the habit of wandering off to greener pastures, but this practice is dangerous to the sheep. They stray and they become easy prey. When we become discontent, we become easy prey. And this is how marriages fall apart. This is how relationships crumble. This is how churches decay. Christians become ineffective to the Lord when they are not satisfied. But I want to remind you that discontentment was one of the reasons Adam and Eve took of the fruit. Satan said, hey, you can be like God. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10, the Bible says, He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. But David didn't find his satisfaction in his kingdom. David didn't find his satisfaction in having the perfect home or, you know, the, 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 the perfect picture uh, family. David didn't find his satisfaction in finding or earning another dollar. He didn't find it in his popularity or any of these things. David said, the Lord is my shepherd and he is enough. He is enough. I think about satisfied with his purpose satisfied with his purpose. There are those that believe that satisfaction comes from God who will give them everything that they want. And they read Psalm 37 and they think, well, if I love Jesus, then I can get a Tesla. Or if I love Jesus, then I can get the newest iPhone or a brand new home, or I can get a brand new cottage. They read, delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Because all of these things are the desires of my heart. A Tesla, an iPhone, a cottage, a new home. But that's not what the Bible is saying. If you delight in Jesus, then the deepest desires of your heart will be met because the desire of your heart is Jesus. And David didn't say that it was what the shepherd gave him, but the shepherd himself that brought satisfaction.
0: Thank you for joining us for this morning's program. Timeless Truths is a ministry of the Kitchener Baptist Church in Kitchener, Ontario. We are a refreshingly conservative Baptist church that preaches the Word of God. For more information about the ministries of our church and how we can be a blessing to you, check out our church website at kitchenerbaptist.org. Our radio program is available because of the faithful prayers and financial support of listeners just like you. You can support our ministry by sending a financial gift to Timeless Truths Radio Ministry at 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario N2N 0A7. That is 1720 Glasgow Street. Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. You can also e-transfer your support to give at kitchenerbaptist.org. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at timelesstruthsradio.com. Do you know the Jesus we talked about in this program? You can have abundant life through Jesus Christ right now. Just say yes to Jesus today. Fully trust in Him. Learn more about the Jesus of the Bible and how you can have eternal life, check out our video at kitchenerhope.com. Once again, thank you for joining us this Sunday morning. From Pastor Burns and the Kitchener Baptist Church, have a wonderful day. Join us next week when we open our Bibles and learn more from God's timeless truths.